This podcast was created on Messy. Create your own show today at Messy.fm. This podcast has been brought to you by Black Women for Wellness. Black Women for Wellness is committed to the health and well-being of black women and girls through health education, empowerment, and advocacy. Located in the heart of Lamert Park Village, you can locate Black Women for Wellness online at www.bwwla.org, like our Black Women for Wellness Facebook page, and be sure to follow us on Twitter at BW4WLA and on Instagram at BWWLA. Hello, everyone. This is Raina Granberry. I am the Maternal and Infant Health Program Manager at Black Women for Wellness. And also, luckily, I get to facilitate and moderate this podcast through our whole Reproductive Justice series. So it's very exciting. And I also have an exciting person with me here today to talk about some very exciting things. And her name is... Hi, everybody. My name is Andrea Mosel. And... I am a doula, a postpartum doula, and I also have Mademoiselle's Nurturing Nannies. And we're going to talk more about all of that because it's awesome work that she does and an amazing company that I personally work with for over six years now. But I want to just start with the fact that what brought us here is Black Maternal Health Week. And shout out to Black Mamas Matter Alliance in Atlanta, Georgia. And they're they're just visionaries and it's a pool of um, just black researchers, black scientists, black doulas, midwives, black birth workers, just all of us black mamas in general yes. who come together to sort of just highlight the disparity that we have in the U.S. at this time, which, if you don't know, is pretty staggering, terrible, atrocious, and just give Horrible. us a, I was like, give us another <laughs> terrible adjective. So black mamas are 243% more likely to lose and Andrea's like I was gonna say that yeah, to lose their yeah to lose their life um in childbirth and black babies are two to three times more likely to die in their first year of life so this is a crisis and it's not being addressed as a crisis so that's why Black Mamas Matter Alliance sort of created this Black Maternal Health Week to highlight the disparity and also the hope and what we do and the options available for black women so this is the second year. And um, I'm not going to talk to you guys to death because we do want to get to Andrea. But I wanted to start with this thing that's just been on my heart. I keep talking to women and they are, you know, they're pregnant, black and pregnant and really wanting this very sacred, you know, holistic birth. And Mm -hmm. the first thing they think about is like a home birth or a water birth. Right. right? And then as soon as they tell their partner or their mama or their grandmama, the whole family rallies against it. Yeah, that's not good. Yeah, and it's just be like, you know, it's not safe and how soon can you get to the hospital if something happens and then just all this terror comes in that's around weird. the idea. Yeah. So that hurts me um, because I think that with the disparity that we're having and a lot of these deaths happening in hospitals, we need options. Yes. Um, but we also can't deny the fact that most of our women are going to have babies in hospitals. Yes. So with that, I'm always like, y'all should get a doula then if you're going to have a hospital birth. <laughs> and they're like, what in the heck is a doula? Yeah. So that's why you're here. Hey. <laughs> so tell us, what in the heck is a doula? So a doula is a person that comes and is there for you. 
doula basically means mother servant. So they're there to support all of your emotional and physical needs. So you need your back rub. You need to try out different positions while you're giving birth. They are there to help you and facilitate with that. So they're there also to take care of your family. So you need to go make a food run because sometimes hospital food isn't that great or they don't have what you want or what your husband wants, but you don't want to leave him or your partner or whoever it is there. So the doula can go and do those type of things. But basically they're there to support the mother through the birthing journey. So they will meet with the mother beforehand, talk about the birth plan, talk about what you want, what you would prefer to see throughout your birth. And then they're there for the entirety of your birth. So as soon as you call them and you want them to be there, they show up. We come, we do all of the things that we need. We will massage you. We will have the essential oils. We will bring the peaceful and soothing music that's peaceful and soothing for you mm-hmm. i don't have to play whale sounds in the background if you don't like that you know pretty girls love <laughs> trap we might want some two chains exactly you know? turn up you sure. know so it's like whatever makes you feel at home and the most comfortable while you're going through this birthing transition that's what we're there to do and support you and doulas also know all of the lingo so they will translate what your doctor is saying mm. into layman's terms and then bring the information to you so that you can go back and advocate for yourself and say, okay, well, wait, I want to wait before we start the Pitocin because I know that these are the risk factors involved Mm -hmm. in that. I want to wait before I have my epidural. I just want to try one more time, you know? And it's like doing things like that really helps and creates this empowering environment for your birth. And then after the birth, we come by While you are there with the baby at home, we help that transition along. So we'll cook meals for you. We will do laundry. We will clean up. Don't wait. I didn't know this was all a part of the (laughs) doula services. (laughs) Wait a minute. Yes, yes. That's what they do. You know, we're there to help the mother and help the family. So all of those things, you know, don't not do laundry for two months and then be like, oh, I'm a hire a doula. I'll take care of that. (laughs) But, you know, we're really there to help support you and make sure that your family has a healthy transition. With this newest and latest edition. Yeah, I think that that is so underappreciated. Like, just the need for that. I mean, you know... Just even having someone that's going to hold the baby for yeah. for a little well, you while. Go take a shower. Just anything, right? And um, sometimes lactation specialists mm-hmm. are not that available mm-hmm. or they're not, you know, they're not accessible or they're mm-hmm. just not right for you. Right. You got your... So that's Or like, maybe you're not even breastfeeding, but you okay. want somebody to come, you know, because yes. a lot of times... You know, when you think of like a doula and natural care, you're like, okay, I have to breastfeed my baby and all this. And while that is important and, you know, certainly a viable and healthy option for your baby, maybe that's not the right option for your family or maybe it doesn't work for you and your body. But, you know, having somebody come over and prep bottles for you, help you, you know, clean up and you know, support you in different ways, show you different holds that go for formula feeding. Mm. It doesn't have to be for breastfeeding, you know, just really having that support there is the most important thing. And a person that you can call that you don't feel bad about bugging because you're paying them and they're there for you. 
I'm glad he brought up that point too about like you don't have to breastfeed because honestly, when people think about doulas, they feel like someone's coming with like butterflies in their locks and <laughs> right. Birkenstocks on their feet right. and this like they're they got oil and shea butter you know, over they've got the sage in both hands and crystals <laughs> in their bra. And while all of those things are appealing to me, right. um, they're not appealing to everyone. Right. And some people, you know, have the different religious beliefs and things and it just seems like the whole idea of a doula gets put into this category where it's like it's not for me because it's too mm-hmm. you know hippie hippie yeah. yeah so it's important to mm-hmm. share it's that like, no the doula is there for the mother and the family and they want you to feel safe and comfortable through the transition of birthing and once you get home that's the main goal that is it i love that can you explain a little bit the difference between a doula and a midwife yes yes so a midwife is your medical provider they will do everything for you they deliver the baby they do all of the medical things that are involved with the birthing process. So they will be there letting you know, okay, you are, you know, you need to push now. This is what you need to do. This is how you need to do it. I'm not a midwife. Mm -hmm. They know their job. They went to school for that. They are trained. They are certified. That's they can deliver the baby. Yes. That's what they are there to do. All of the medical things that are for your body and that baby, that's what they take care of. Mm -hmm. The doula is there to be your emotional and physical support while the midwife takes care of all of the medical and scientific needs. Uh, That's great. And I think it's important to say that because Mm -hmm. then the doula gets more of a place with people who already have their OBGYN. Right. So it's like, I don't, you know, if you start talking about doulas in midwife, it's like, I already got a doctor, but no, the doula is a supplement mm-hmm. to yeah. your OBG. It's like your best friend throughout your delivery process. Yeah, that you're is good. Educated. You're, you're like non problem. You know, some yeah. people's best friends are problematic. We can't just <laughs> and toxic. Your non problematic <laughs> best friend that knows all of the yes. birthing and doctor language. Absolutely. In that. Uh, yes, for sure. <laughs> and we'll tell your best your friend, hey, you need, best yes, friend. that you need to leave the room right now because things are getting stressful, you know? That's so right. they will do all of those things. And um, if you could explain a little bit about, like, the relationship between doula and doctor or some experience mm-hmm. you've had, because I know um, we hear stories on both sides, right? Right. I heard a very crazy comment from a black woman, OBGYN, that was like, mm-hmm. I get along with doulas and midwives well when they stay in their place. Mm-hmm. And she mm-hmm. almost got jumped. Yeah. <laughs> I'll yeah. just say that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, if you could explain, but then we also have people who really respect the fact that mm-hmm. what, and, and also like value a doula's role in the birth. So, right. And so what I was saying is like the doula is there to be that in between and that translation because doctors are busy. Doctors have their own things. And even when nurses come in, sometimes they don't ask if they can touch you. They just go and start, you know, taking off tape and doing this and, oh, we need to do this now. Turn over, roll over X, Y, and Z. But the doula is there to make sure that you advocate for yourself. The doula is not there to make any choices or decisions for you. They're there to empower you to make these choices and decisions for yourself. They may encourage you to ask the doctor a question or say, you know, or after the doctor leaves, just say, oh, I need five minutes to think about this. And then the you can talk it over with the doula and say, okay, so this is what they're trying to do. What do you recommend? Or what do you, what is this that they're talking about? And then you give them the pros and cons, the breakdown of what they're talking about, and then you move forward from there. And then when the doctor comes back, 
the mother advocates and says, okay, I want this. I choose this X, Y, and Z, you know? And, um, from my experience, I think it's been really good when I go into the hospital because you have to know how to build those relationships. You don't come in and Bogart and I don't come in and Bogart and say, well, I'm the doula and this is what you do and blah, blah, blah. No, I listen. I introduce myself to the doctor. I let them know, Hey, I'm the doula. If you need any support from the doctor, from the mother, I'm here. I'm here to support everybody. That's my job. That's what you have me here to do. So it's interesting that you say that because um, midwife Debbie Allen of mm-hmm. Tribe Midwifery, yes. I love her. I just, I was lucky lucky enough to be on a panel with her. Yeah, that she's amazing. Put on and um, she made a comment that I, I wear out. Like Let I can't stop it. saying it. <laughs> she said that black women need to start planning our births as intricately as we plan weddings. Yes, and yes. it's when I hear you saying what a doula's role is, like, and then what the doctors do and all that, what I start to think of is this is my wedding. My birth is my wedding, right? Yeah. My doctor is my officiant. My doctor mm-hmm. is going to make sure this wedding happens. Mm-hmm. The rings are going to happen. Mm-hmm. Everything's going to happen. And then we're going to be done. And it happens. Mm-hmm. My wedding planner, on the other hand, is going to make sure everybody's in place. Mm-hmm. My flowers are where they should be. My flower girls. That in is place. such a good analogy. Uh, you know, I, that uh, I'm calm. Give me uh, some champagne, mm-hmm. fix my hair right. for my photos. Right. And then like, that's the way I picture. And then like, so the wedding's over and now, uh, you know, my officiant leaves, right. who's my doctor. And then guess what? My, my right, wedding planner still, still here, yeah. still making sure that people aren't acting crazy mm-hmm. at the reception mm-hmm. and all this kind of stuff. Oh, you didn't RSVP, get out of here. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. yeah. And that's a really good analogy. That's a perfect analogy that people can understand. It's like, this is your planner. This is the person that's there for you. They know what you want and they're going to try to do their best to ensure that you get that. I love it. Yeah. So there, another point going back to when we were talking about like it being too crunchy and mm-hmm. the uh, having a doula, I think it's also important for us to talk about not being over trusting just yeah. because it seems very holistic mm-hmm. or, you know, because it's a black woman and we love our black women. We know that we support each other, but at the same time, you got to do your due diligence yeah. just like in anything else to make sure that that, if you want to speak to that a little bit. I think that doing your research is very important. And when it comes to your birth Educating yourself is the most important thing that you can do. Read some books and you don't even have to read a book. Listen to some podcasts, go on Google and do some research. Follow some people on Instagram that are midwives. Crimson Mm -hmm. Fig is an amazing Instagram to go look at. You know, she is a black midwife in the area and she talks about so much stuff and goes through her bag, talks about what midwives carry. You know, she'll do so much educational things, but also mm-hmm. gives you stuff to look at and research on your own. You know, you said that was crim- crimson fig. Like the color? Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah. Rashal Lawler. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Of course. And so it's like looking at things and educating yourself is the most important thing that you can do. And you don't have to agree with everything that somebody says or what somebody else is doing because your birth is exactly that, your birth. Mm -hmm. So going back, doing your research, looking at everything and then making your decisions that are best for you, you know, and finding a person that's in line with that, you know, do doula interviews interview the people and a lot of doulas don't charge for those and you'll sit there ask them about the their experiences in the hospitals and at home talk to them about how many births they've done talk to them about 
well, what type of support do you give after the birth? Because that's really important. And then figuring that out and then looking at your budget, seeing what you can afford, seeing what matches that and then moving forward from there. Let's talk about that. I'm not going to ask you, like, how much you charge, girl. But at the same time, I do think that, I mean, there, there were a lot of people are working on different things to make doulas more accessible. Right. But I do think that, um, for by and large, people think that it's like a white woman's service. Mm-hmm. It's something it's that not. we can't afford or me with my, you know, you know, regular working class income. So how accessible are doulas and what type of resources are there to tap into that? I would say look at a lot of your community resources. And when you talk to doulas and you interview them, every doula knows another doula. So if you have your budget set, say you only want to spend $1,000 or say you can only afford to spend 800 That doula that you want may not work for you because she has a lot of qualifications. She may be a lactation consultant on top of being a doula. She may have a lot of certifications and she may charge for the things that she does. So she may be anywhere from two to $3,000 and it's like, well, I can't afford you. She'll say, that's okay. I have about three people that I know that fit your price range that you can, that can work with you. And that'll be, that's what you have to do. And it's good because a lot of people run in similar circles. So they'll know somebody that can fit your budget. And when you're getting a service, don't try to scam the people that are going to be there for you. Hello. Just be upfront about what you can afford and they will find somebody that can fit into that bracket and everybody will be happy. That's right, because we have to respect each other. Yes. All the way around. Yeah, don't say, oh, hey, homegirl, you know, can you cut me a deal? Do you want me to be at your birth or not? Exactly. You're not about <laughs> to run down a Kaiser and ask them to cut you a deal. Yeah, are no, you? you're, not, you're not. And I mean, and also these are things that you have to think about. So when you are pregnant and you are planning on, okay, I do want a doula, save your money. Yes. Because. It's your wedding. Exactly. Hello. You're going to pay thousands of dollars for that. Pay thousands of dollars for your birth because it's important. It is important. It's extremely important. And it can be, you know, we don't want to scare people. And we know there's so many black women and babies flourishing. But it can be a life or death situation. Yeah. It's uh, it's just that real. And so. think about who you want by your side during those important moments, you know. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people will hire midwives because they know that they're qualified and well qualified to do any and everything related to your birth. And they will say, I just want, I'm going to have a hospital birth because that's what my family feels most comfortable with. But can you be here as my advocate and support throughout this? And they pay them well for that. It just depends on where your priorities are and what you want. Absolutely. And I'll just add that um, there's work happening in in different places. So I know like Dignity Health Mm -hmm. and Eisner Health are starting to have programs and they're income based. Right. um, That will assist women to have. And that's important. And free to low to no cost. And that's really good. And those are the things that you have to look at and research, because if you want it, the the. The information is out there. You know, Black Women for Wellness provides the information for for women. Loom provides information. And they may not be in your budget, but it they can direct you other places that has it, you know, has the information and has the people. 
Absolutely. Mm -hmm. So what, are there any like very interesting or different types of birth story that you may have or (laughs) have you, you know, is there any, you know, I don't know. I think for me, I, I like doing births and I enjoy it. Mm -hmm. For me, postpartum is my jam. I gotcha. I love doing it because I love loving on mothers. I love loving on little new babies and getting that new baby smell. It just warms my heart. Mm -hmm. And so for me, postpartum care is my jam. So I went. I'm over here trying to help this mother. She would not ask for anything. I'm like, well, I'm not just going to sit here and look at you. So <laughs> can you have a list of stuff you need me to do? She's like, well, no, I just don't know. I don't know what to do. And I'm like, look, you already had your birth. This is your time now to spend bonding with your baby and to make the most of this time that you have. This is a time for you to get a routine and a flow set so you and your baby can get to know each other in a new way. I said, so what do you need? Do you have food? Did you cook today? She's like, no. I'm like, okay, so you need a meal. I will do that for you. What would you like to eat, you know? And she's like, well, I just never asked anybody for anything. Like, well, this is the time now. Because as a mother, when you get older and your child is... Working your last nerve, you're going to need to ask for a break. You need to start asking for things now while it's easy so that you get in the practice of doing this later. The next time we went over there, better believe she had a full list of stuff for me. I was like, I didn't mean make a list this long. But, you know, it's like doing that and that advocating comes within your birth and after. Because a lot of people just look at a birth and say, oh, this is what happens after the birth. I go home and I'm fine. But you're not. Mm -hmm. You need support and you need help. Yeah. And you cannot be afraid to ask for that. Yeah. And people are here that want to support you and want to help you. You just have to know and utilize the resources. Absolutely. And um, we focus a lot on maternal health as well. Mm -hmm. And I'm working on projects with um, maternal mental health now and I dream as well. Um, And and uh, it's interesting because there's a portion after the birth that people don't recognize. Mm -hmm. And that's where a lot of women slip into postpartum depression and postpartum depression can get really real all the way to psychosis right you know people have tried to harm their babies yes and we don't we we always want to push through especially black women like and like when you talk to mothers and other mothers the first thing what's the first thing they say when you're struggling welcome to the club welcome to motherhood but it's like no it doesn't have to be that way no everybody doesn't have to struggle we can have added support to not have to be like a welcome to the club you can't sleep you mm-hmm. can you're extra stressed mm-hmm. like why does that have to be our and norm? don't make people feel bad that do ask for help because they're like oh well she could afford all that or whatever else there's resources you can get stuff there for, definitely is. for you know a lower cost or you know organizations are willing to work with you sure. and even as far as i know kindred space in mm-hmm. la they have a lot of support groups and they have sliding scales yeah. for payment yeah Sometimes and it's, it's like even just going and sitting with another group of mothers that just had babies and talking to them about what they're doing and how they're getting through the day mm-hmm. is very important and lets you know that you're not alone but you can also pick up tips and say okay well maybe if i wear my baby around the house instead of holding my baby mm-hmm. in my arms, I can get more stuff support. done. Yeah. And you're right. There's throughout the community, we have like the Black Infant Health Program. Yeah. That's in all the different areas. Right. We've got um, 
um, Cinemoms. Mm-hmm. The That's a really great support They're group. It amazing. is. Amazing. Yeah. And even Black Women for Wellness, we're beginning to do yeah. support groups and maternal mental health right. support groups. So, yeah, you're right. It's all, and all of this is free. Um, so, yeah. And those are the things, and it's like once you go to one free event, they have the resources for so many more. And that's the important thing about showing up and mm-hmm. m- taking the chance on yourself and making sure you provide yourself with the support that you need. Like, set yourself up for success. I tell my nannies this. I tell my families this. I tell children that are old enough to understand this. Mm-hmm. Like, look, if you want to have fun with me today, you need to set yourself up for success. Absolutely. So let's get the homework done. Let's clean the room so we can go out and have a good time. But... You know, that goes for parenting as well. You know, it's like, you know, you're embarking on this journey. Other people have done it and they've struggled through it. You don't have to. You don't have to. Be prepared. Yeah. And like you said, even when it's not free, save your money. Mm-hmm. Plan this, you know. Like because we- people buy what they want to buy. People show up to what they want to show up to. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm going to be at that party in the newest outfit. Do the same thing. Be there for your baby. Yeah, because both are important. We and need be that there new for yourself. In that event. Yeah, <laughs> it's all important in our emotional wellness. Yeah, it is. It is. You're right. As we're wrapping up, you just mentioned you threw it out there like nothing. Oh, and I tell my nannies, and you just moved on. <laughs> you got nannies? Explain that to us. So I started Mademoiselle's officially in 2012, and it's a nanny agency. And after I started, we moved into doing postpartum support as well. So we try to support families through all of child rearing. So from the day you bring them home until you send them off and don't need pick up and drop offs anymore at school, we are there for you. And I have a diverse group of nannies because I really think that it's important when you have these people around your children that they represent you, they look like Mm -hmm. you, and they understand the dynamics of your household. They understand not to just let your child take a shower, throw on a shirt and t-shirt and walk out the door. It's like you didn't put on lotion you did not brush your hair. Right. Hello. Representation <laughs> is important, you know, like sending your child out there ashy in the world, you know, but it's like those things are important. And looking at that is really important. Having somebody that understands those different family dynamics and having support as a single mother, as, you know, a single dad and as a mama who's married like myself, I need help a lot. Yeah. And don't be afraid to ask for that help, right? We just talked about that advocating and that advocating comes early. So from the time you find out you're pregnant, you need to start learning how to ask for things for yourself and your baby. And even if you feel bad about asking for it for yourself, think about your children and how much they're going to benefit from you asking those questions. If you're in the medical room and you don't understand something, ask. Nobody's going to think you're stupid or dumb. Ask. Because so many more people don't ask Mm -hmm. and you need to ask, you need to know so that you feel safe and secure at the end of the day. I think that's a great way to end and wrap. But before we do that, I just want to thank you so much for sharing this information with us. And like I said, I love Mademoiselle. So I think that please share with the people where they can find you and reach out to you. Sure. Sure. So, our Instagram is Madam M A D A M Moselles M O Z E L L E S, and on there you can find the link to our website, and you just attach a Gmail to that, and you can email us anytime. And our phone number for those of you that like to call and ask questions is three one zero four six two two one seven one. 
Awesome. So everyone, um, happy Black Maternal Health Week. Woohoo! Let's we do are it. Out here, Black women can and will have safe and sacred births. Yes. Through help with people like Andrea and Black Women for Wellness and Black Mamas Matter mm-hmm. and Kindred Space and Center Moms and Black Women Health. Yes. Everybody out there, Gets Kaiser, out. our girl, uh, <laughs> Dr. Latanya Hines, hooking yes. people up over there. So yes, happy Black Maternal Health Week, and we'll see y'all soon. And thank you for having me. Absolutely. Thank you for tuning in to today's podcast brought to you by Black Women for Wellness. Remember, you can find us online at www.bwwla.org, like our Black Women for Wellness Facebook page, and follow us on Twitter at BW4WLA and on Instagram at BWWLA.